0: season three of true enough brings you more missing persons an amber alert was immediately raised Police
1: investigated to the best of their ability
0: no trace of her was ever found more unsolved murders that blood was spattered all over the place
1: she knew her attacker
0: i mean he was in the area that's about all i can say
1: because of the blood smears on her body
0: more paranormal that was unnerving we just heard like a whistle in the woods it freaks me out i just heard what sounded like a growl behind me
1: i felt unsettled
0: and more unexplained
1: it's a it's an investigation into a phenomenon
0: something happened
1: things that happened to me at least that i can't explain
0: will it be true enough guys sorry it's been so long since we did an episode um i was moving and now we are in our brand new podcast recording studio so it just took a little bit to set everything up and i know it's been a while but we did want to follow up and talk about quentin tell us quentin Tellus. We're gonna talk a little bit about the other issue that Quentin had, aside from Jessica Chambers.
1: So Quintellus, tell us, just to recap, is the main suspect of the Jessica Chambers case was uh, tried twice for her murder and has not yet been convicted.
0: Yep, it was hung jury, hung, 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 ju- hung, hung jury both times, hung, hung jury. jury both times, so yep. they, they couldn't conclusively say whether he did it or not for or against, it was just hung jury. So it's possible that he will be tried again for that crime. But in the meantime, he has, he had another issue.
1: Uh, Ming Chen Cao, 34 years old, was a graduate student of the University of Louisiana Monroe, was found dead in her apartment near uh, the campus uh, in Monroe, Louisiana on July 29th, 2015.
0: She had actually been reported missing for more than a week before she was found.
1: Quentin Tellis was identified as the primary suspect in Sal's death in February 2016, and a warrant for his arrest was issued in July of that year. Um, and why is this why was that warrant issued? Well, GPS records indicated that Tellus' phone was plotted within 60 meters or 66 yards of Sal's apartment at the time of calls.
0: And he was also caught using her debit card, but the police received her autopsy results indicating that her death had been caused by stabbing.
1: In May of 2016, Talus pleaded guilty to three counts of unauthorized card use and possession of marijuana for stealing Sal's debit card on the night of the murder and using it to withdraw at least $1,000 from her account. Uh, And for this, he was sentenced to serve 10 years for his his offenses. And then later on, Tellus was indicted in May of 2019 for the fatal stabbing of Sal.
0: I mean, she has uh, several stab wounds. Not all of them were considered fatal, but supposedly she was stabbed several times to get her PIN number for her debit card which is just crazy to me.
1: So, so let's, let's let's back up and look at the timeline. So, in so July of 2015, she is found um, murdered, and it's not until 2019 in May that Talos gets indicted for the murder. He gets he gets charged and pleads out yep. on other offenses, but they can't they can't tie him at the time to having actually killed her so the police are searching for almost four years to get a to tie him to the murder essentially yep and they can finally do that in in may of 2019 and what is the basis for that indictment after after almost four years of this investigation they, they have the what new evidence came about and and we we don't know that new evidence
0: well the 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 warrant. i mean there were several phone calls that were made to chase bank which was the holder of her debit card and he made the phone calls they came from his phone
1: and that's tied to the theft of her debit card but but they they, they that's, that doesn't tie him to the murder and and i think that's the issue they're having for these four years well he was this, also
0: visible on a walmart security camera with her on july 28th at 4 30 p.m so he's seen with her close to the time of her disappearance slash murder and he's the one trying to use her debit card she's stabbed 30 times some of the stabbings are superficial which is evidence that someone was stabbing her to get something and they're kind of theorizing that it was to get her debit card and who ended up with her debit card? But us
1: right? I think there's a good case for me being the primary suspect. Agreed. Behind her murder, um do we know what do we know about the relationship between Sao and Tellus?
0: They were they were a couple,
1: so they were seeing each other. In the- yeah,
0: they were seeing each other at the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I I mean there there was other evidence. I mean, obviously, I mean. Going along with the debit card thing, like he withdrew four hundred dollars in uh, Vicksburg, and the GPS records for his phone have him there in Vicksburg, withdrawing the money. So obviously, you know, it, which is part of the reason why he pled guilty to the debit card. But I mean, it was very, very strange. And frankly, if he didn't do it, it's incredibly bad luck. But uh, the officers did search telus's residence and the clincher might have been, they discovered a pair of white shoes located in an outdoor storage shed that had been spray painted white. Uh, and under the white paint was the suspect's blood. Oh, so <laughs> I, I'm just saying yeah. if he didn't do it, he was there.
1: He was at least there at the scene at, at either, either as it happened or after it happened, we don't know yet. So, but he, he, he but his her blood got in his shoes
0: yes supposedly uh, whether that is a true accounting or not again this is from some news reports so that may not be entirely accurate i don't have a dna report because again this is another case that because it's ongoing we don't have actual Yet, police records
1: it's still waiting trial so the case the case files are sealed yep um Now, in August of 2020, this is after May May of 2019, uh, when Tellus was indicted for the murder. Uh, In August of 2020, court documents revealed new information from a witness named Eric Hill, who had previously testified against Tellus. Hill filed an affidavit alleging that he was coerced by the police into providing false testimony during a pretrial hearing in May of 2016.
0: Is this for Sal or for Chamber?
1: This is for Sal.
0: Man, so the cops did that for Chambers as well, though. So,
1: so, so, <laughs> for a
0: different so, witness, that's so, terrible. So in
1: both cases, there is a...
0: There's witness tampering. There's,
1: a, there's accusations of an informant being used. Right. Which I said before for me is a telltale sign of a wrongful, wrongful conviction in the making. Oh, agreed. According to the filings, he'll claim that Tellus told him about a credit card robbery where someone was stabbed, and he initially falsely accused another man of providing the information uh, out of anger. He, he did this. So Eric Hill, who is in custody on pending charges of armed robbery, uh, he's accused of robbing a convenience store on Christmas Day of 2019. So Eric Hill is in custody for that. He, so
0: he, he seems totally trustworthy. Right.
1: So he is. <laughs> but but if, if you are in custody for something, why would you then make a claim that you provided false testimony? Because
0: the police I mean, uh, this is
1: like you just to suggest. would not you want to make it more of a deal with police? Say, oh, I can give you even more. Like, he, yeah.
0: Well, uh,
1: if, if if you were if you're that inclined,
0: if you're a criminal that gets caught, you're not that smart to begin with. So, I mean, I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> so, so it, it just it's not advantageous to Hill to make this affidavit. So, so he, he he what he's doing is going to anger and endanger any deal he can make with police for his current charge. Yeah. Yeah. He has no vested interest. Vested in, interest to make this is what I'm trying to say.
0: Quentin tallis at a whole. I feel like he is. If he didn't do any of these things, he's literally has the worst luck in the world for constantly being in the wrong place at the wrong time.
1: Super unlucky.
0: <laughs> and like I, I don't know of anyone else in the world that would have such bad luck.
1: So so per the warrant, Hill had intimate knowledge of Sal's murder and knew details only the killer would know. He originally provided this information to the police in August of 2015. So think about this.
0: So then doesn't it make more sense that Hill might have been the participant in actually murdering her? Right, so he's saying,
1: tell us in his original testimony to the police. Uh, He's saying, tell us told me this. And that's all the way back in August, 2015 so and, sketchy and then it takes four years for them to make almost four years for them to make the indictment basically. so sketchy that I'm sounds like that sounds like an immediate indictment but it's it's so shaky that no they, that i they agree can't...
0: and didn't didn't they ultimately end up dropping the murder charges for tzau's murder against chelis
1: well uh so in november of 2022 uh fourth Judicial District Court Judge Larry Jefferson dismissed the indictment charges against TELUS based on information from Mississippi yep. where TELUS faced other charges related to the death of Jessica Chambers. But the state of Louisiana has issued an appeal for this ruling as of uh, this past November. Right. Um, as of February 2023, the Second Circuit Court of Appeals will decide whether TELUS will stand trial following a sentence in Mississippi related yep. to the Jessica Chambers case. It's not The charges he's facing for the Jessica Chambers case isn't murder, since that's uh, he's been uh, that's been hung jury twice, and so he's going to face trial a third time for it. But the charges he's facing now for Jessica Chambers is for um, lying to police.
0: Yeah, so it's a lesser charge. Which is, I I kind of, I kind of feel like they they've tried him twice and for Jessica Chambers, and they can't they they can't make that stick. No, no matter how hard they're, and, and frankly, with Jessica Chambers, there's more evidence that that was an accident, than there was that that was a murder.
1: But they can get him on lying to police, which he did do. Yes,
0: which he did do. Agreed, yes. agreed. The, but lying to police does not make you a murderer. Yep. The, so the other crime, the, there's so much evidence linking him to that. Again, either he, he has the worst luck in the world, or he did it.
1: it I think it's right to consider him a suspect, because oh, of the blood on the shoe, hid right. by paint in a, shed
0: yeah just kind of sketchy
1: uh proximity based on the cell phone evidence
0: Yep, cell phone and video evidence and actual evidence that has him using her debit like who, who uses somebody else's debit card unless you're up to something shady
1: the reason why we're talking about this charge in this circumstance is how do you think it relates to his role in the jessica chambers case
0: you know my opinion about the Jessica Chambers case. I, I honestly, I believe that as I said it before that there's more evidence that that was an accident than there is that that was a murder.
1: So you, you're 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 under the belief that that was an accident for the Sal case. You're he's he's right to be primary suspect for, for murder.
0: Uh, there's plenty of evidence linking him to that crime but no evidence linking him to J- the Jessica Chambers. Which
1: I think is possible. I think that's, I think that's a possibility. I think that's a strong possibility. Like, that
0: what, that he did the Sow case? You can,
1: you can commit one murder and not commit the other. Oh,
0: I agree. Yeah. I agree. I And honestly, if there was more evidence linking him to the Chambers case, I would be right on the bandwagon with wanting to get a little bit more information about it. But. There isn't any evidence that he did anything in that case. The police, I mean, they they went to his house, they said, oh, he had this gas can here, this is what he used, but yet the police never roped off the shed that the gas can was in and never even took the gas can. They left it there. If they thought that that was such a high point of evidence that pointed him to having poured gasoline on Jessica Chambers, why the hell did they leave it on the property, unguarded, in the shed?
1: So so in both cases it's it's I feel it's it's investigatory malfeasance. Oh, I happened. completely agree. So in Jessica Chambers' case, as we talked about before, I feel they like missed a lot of things. Yeah. Um and in and, in and, and this, it's they they have a good amount of evidence, but also why the informant?
0: Yeah, I I, I feel like informants are kind of the last stitch effort to try to get an indictment. That if they don't have enough evidence, they're going to go looking for informants.
1: Yeah, and 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 so why why is the blood on the shoe not reason enough for an indictment?
0: Right? Because I'm not entirely sure that they sent it. They may have sent it to a lab, and it came back from the lab, and the lab said, "Oh, that's not blood,"
1: and or yeah, something like that. And we, and we just don't know that because, the and, case... and I just
0: don't know that because we don't have the court documents. We don't have the police documents. We don't have any of that. This is going by news sources and we're talking about our theories based on it because it's an ongoing case that we can't look at the actual evidence to. So,
1: so okay. So to boil it down, my theory for the Sal case is that as this case is ongoing, Quentin Tallis is, is a primary suspect. Okay, uh, I fully agree with uh, that. Uh, and, it's, and he is, he's obviously innocent until proven guilty. Um, and he's due all his rights under the of course, law. Of course, of course. But it doesn't look good for him <laughs> not
0: at all not yeah. at all i mean if it, i mean let's let's kind of talk about an alternative so let's say he didn't murder her and uh so we're talking about um if, if let's say he didn't murder Sao. somehow he ends up with her debit card and he just starts taking money out of her account and calls the bank to try to get her pin number reset and So if he tries to get, he calls Chase Bank to get the pin number reset. If he didn't already know that Sal was murdered, why wouldn't he just ask her?
1: Right, that's a good question. So
0: he had to have known that she was murdered, otherwise he wouldn't have called the bank requesting the pin number be reset. That for me just says he was completely involved. He knew exactly what happened. Even if he didn't do the deed,
1: he was a participant. Or he he somehow attained her cards.
0: But if he's looking for a pin number, why not? And he knew she was alive. Why not just ask her for it? If she was totally okay with it, why not just ask her for it? If
1: that's, if that's his defense. That's his defense.
0: And that uh, that so, may so. not be his defense, but at the same time, he had to have known
1: yeah. from my
0: perspective that she was murdered. Otherwise, he wouldn't have called the bank. I, I'm I'm just saying that for me is kind of the nail in the coffin. I mean, let's set aside that maybe the sneakers didn't actually have blood on them. Let's say they didn't. Still weird that they were painted over and the paint was still wet, but okay, let's call that not evidence, though I think it is. I just think everything that he did points him, it points to his guilt. Yeah. Whether he is guilty or not, everything that he did points to his guilt.
1: And this, so, but if if like you were saying before, to assume he didn't do it, the, the scenario in that case is he sees, he gets the card from her when she is not alive, somehow enters her apartment, finds her passed away, takes the card from her belongings or on her person does not report that she has been killed and leaves and tries to use these cards.
0: That just makes him a giant jackass, right? I'm just, this was his girlfriend. Seriously. I mean, at the same time, he did kind of did the same thing with Jessica Chambers, all they did was yeah. delete her texts.
1: So, so he, the, the, the court, his defense in court will be.
0: What says he actually murdered her? What
1: puts the knife in his hand? And what right. puts the knife in his hand going into... Yep. Uh, was
0: there DNA found on the scene that yeah, was his? Yeah. But if he was dating her, his DNA would be all over the apartment anyway. So there's nothing that logically says he killed her unless they find his DNA on the knife. But if it's a kitchen knife, his DNA could be on the and kitchen did, knife anyway. Did they find
1: the knife? Did they... Like, that,
0: I, that I don't know. Again, yeah. this a lot of this is kind of circumspect from from our position because there isn't a lot out there to go on other than news reports from various news organizations so it, you know I, I just feel like again if he didn't do it worst luck in the world
1: if you didn't do it worst luck in the world if he did do it then
0: he should go to jail for a long long time
1: and that is true enough
0: i'd say that's true enough
1: Thanks for listening to this month's episode of True Enough with your hosts, Catherine Duvall and Brandon McCowan. Thank you to our sources listed in our show notes. Follow us on Twitter at enough underscore true and Facebook at True Enough Nation. If you have questions, comments, or a case you'd like us to cover, please email us at trueenoughnation at gmail.com. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, remember to subscribe on Amazon Music iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, Anchor, or Stitcher as we continue to determine what is true enough to be believed.